Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Afternoon Rush. It's Dave Neal, and it is December 11th, 2023. That's right, two weeks till Christmas. Oh, boy, you guys excited for... Have you put? Have you bought all your presents, or are you waiting till the last minute like me? Who cares, folks? Just enjoy the season, have some extra sweets, and let's find a reason to end 2023 strong. I got a lot of content to get to today, a lot of non-Bachelor news, and I'm surprised my Bachelor videos are doing so well, you know, covering... Uh, uh, basically what reality Steve had to say about Eliza and Aaron's breakup. Uh, there's nothing announced, but he said he's 99.9% sure that Eliza and Aaron are no longer together. They have posted nothing after their relationship. I mean, the fact that um, on the title cards on the Thursday night finale of Bachelor in Paradise said that they were working on things. It's not too often that you work on things in the right direction. And then John Henry and Kat Izzo... Also, not commenting about their relationship publicly, which is a red flag. Uh, If I was a gambling man, which I'm not, I would not think their relationship is working out. But whose relationships have worked out? We'll get to those stories in a second. But let's start real quick with today's sponsor, which is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, You know, because holiday seasons can be a a lot of stress, whatever. Skip the grocery store. Save time. Don't stress about it. They have award-winning recipes. You're going to love it. Did you know HelloFresh does more than dinners too? They also have breakfast. Start your morning off right with 10-minute lunches or satisfying snacks for both adults and kids. HelloFresh has tasty choices for every mealtime occasion. And the best part, no grocery trip required. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHourFree and use code RushHourFree for free breakfast for life. Can you believe that? One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RushHourFree with code RushHourFree. Oh, gotta love it. Now, America's number one meal kit. Okay, folks. Well, we've got a lot to get into, but let's get the party started with some Christmas music. This is called Oh Santa. It's Mariah Carey's, uh, uh, I believe, original song featuring Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas. We know that. And no better way to go two weeks till the Christmas uh, day than with Mariah Carey.
right, Santa's coming to make you hers this Christmas. Well, you know who has taken this Christmas? That is Travis Kelsey. That's right. We'll wrap up today's episode with Mariah Carey's Oh Santa. But first, let's get into this wild story. I mean, so much happening on the gridiron over the weekend. Uh, We've actually got a quick Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift engagement update. No, 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 they're not engaged, although Tony Romo did call her his wife. Have a listen. This is intercepted by most people, as you see Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift, in the audience. Or I'm sorry, not yet. What? Throw and. All right, so the you know not yet they say. <laughs> Look, relationships move fast in the pop culture world here. And Taylor Swift being the biggest pop star of all time, uh, the world is just a craving more content. It's so wild. I mean, you've literally got uh, there was a video of the Buffalo Bills about to take the field, and they were kind of hanging out underneath the stadium seats, you know, like where they go, where they get all pumped up before they running onto the field and then Taylor Swift walks by and you see a bunch of grown men just realizing that they're like in in a lot of worlds they are a giant celebrity but compared to Taylor Swift they aren't even like an intern in the uh you know in the NFL's uh administ- in the mailroom you know what i mean she is top dog all right but she's not the only news in the world of sports Aaron Rodgers expected to be medically cleared by Christmas Eve game versus uh DC this is absolutely wild Guys, if you if you aren't familiar with this story, I've tried to cover it. New York Jets fans may have an early Christmas present under the tree. A healthy Aaron Rodgers, who our sources tell us is expected to be cleared medically for game action before Gang Green's December 24th constant contest against the Commandeers. That then it'll be up to the coaches and team execs to decide whether the four-time NFL MVP plays. We're told barring any unexpected setbacks, Rodgers will be given the all-clear before the Week 16 game against the NFC East team at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. He ruptured his Achilles on September 11th, just four plays into his Jets career. On September 13th, just days later, he had cutting-edge surgery to repair the injury in Los Angeles. Okay, this is just wild, right? I mean, people used to take a year or two off if not ending their career. And he's thinking about coming back the same year. So we root him on. Uh, you don't have to be a Jets fan or an Aaron Rodgers fan to want to see sort of success play out uh, in the medical world there, but wild stuff. And Beyonce, mm, she's experiencing drop-offs on her second week from her film Renaissance. And, and that's normal. Uh, she's a, She reigns as queen of the box office, and it quickly came to an end this weekend because she fell from the top spot and slipped all the way down to number five marking a massive drop-off. The singer's Renaissance concert film endured a 77% collapse domestically, coming in fifth place behind a handful of movies that have been theaters for a while. Look, I mean, that's normal. It's like, uh, you know, what are you expecting? Taylor Swift kind of set the bar so high that everything else seems like a failure. But if it weren't for Taylor Swift uh, in her giant tour that's happening right now, Beyonce would have been the most talked about probable uh, uh, performer out there. All right, well, speaking of performing, we've got Vivek Ramaswamy not realizing he's on a hot mic when he uh, takes a little bathroom break. We'll have that story right after a quick word from our sponsors. Kristen Cavallari, who we call Kristen Kamalari, Kamalari, what's it called? Calamari? Well, either way, she (laughs) talking about having sex on the first date. She says, do it if you want to. Well, uh, she was uh, caught by the paparazzi at LAX after her statements, I guess, came off as controversial. You tell me, this doesn't sound too controversial. Here's what she initially had to say about when you should decide to hook up or not. 
How many dates till you sleep with a guy? I've been on this thing in the last like two years maybe of being like, you should make him wait like three or four dates. I don't think it fucking matters. It doesn't fucking matter if you sleep with him the first date or the 10th date. If there is chemistry and feelings there, it doesn't matter. I saw this relationship coach post 90% of couples who are in like the best relationships where they like found the one all slept together the first or second date. So I don't think it matters. You know, what's interesting about that is the idea of sleeping on the first date. I actually will be talking about this extensively with Cassidy Timbrooks on the next episode of Driving with Dave. I recorded them yesterday. I had Cassidy Timbrooks and then I did an episode with Pardeep Singh from, uh, he was from uh, Michelle Young season. Of course, Cassidy Timbrooks uh, had that conversation about having a friend with benefit back home while she was uh, on Clayton Eckert's season. Actually, a real funny moment from that podcast uh, that you guys will hear on Saturday was, uh, I uh, I got her to shoot her shot with Clayton again. I was like, would you date him if you had another shot? She was like, yeah. And then after we finished the podcast, she was like, no, seriously, send him my information. So how about that? Clayton Eckert has the ladies coming after him. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have more on that uh, driving with Dave where we talk about, you know, the do's and don'ts. Is it bad to, to have sex on the first date? Well, it's it's up to two consult consenting adults, right? But if someone, if someone, if, 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 if I was to say have sex with someone on the first date and then, um, and then, and then tell them, Oh, I can't take you seriously because you gave it up to me earlier or something. That's on me. That's a, that's a me issue. That's not on them. And I think a lot of the issues we see when it comes to, uh, the, uh, a hookup culture. It's like, if you feel a certain way about something, it's, you know, look inward. Why do you feel that way? And if two people want to embrace earlier than, than what might be conventionally thought, who cares? I don't think that should really bode uh, in any direction whatsoever for how a relationship could go. Either way, after those initial statements, she says, now I've never banged on a first date. Here's what she had to say, um, uh, talking to paparazzi at the uh, LAX. How has the reaction been for you? Your DMs, your the messages, the reaction. How are you perceiving the reaction to that comment about sleeping on the first date? Sleeping. I think it got totally taken out of context. It wasn't what I said, which is what We all saw were. what you said, though. I know, so. but it's so different when you're listening to a full conversation on a podcast rather than a clip of it that gets cut up. Sure. And actually, what I did say was I've never slept with anyone on the first date, and people are acting like I'm like encouraging people to. That's not what I said. Got it. Okay, so you've I never done it. I, I never had, but I stand by what I said in that... And if they do judge you, then probably not worth being with, right? All right, let's move on to some other content. Alex Jones, uh, conspiracist Alex Jones, is been he's been reinstated on X, formerly known as Twitter, after Elon Musk poll. Alex Jones is back on X. Elon Musk randomly decided to leave it to a vote among users to see how they felt about it. And as they say, the people have spoken. The notorious conspiracy theorist who infamously questioned the legitimacy of the Sandy Hook shooting and got taken to court over it regained control of his account again late Saturday after being removed from the platform years ago. Due, due to the poll, uh, they said he said, should I reinstate Alex Jones? 70% of the people said yes and 30% say no. I'm, I'm, in the, um, I'm, in a, I'm a big free speech guy. 
guy. And I know some people don't like the idea of that, uh, but you just have to be careful if you're going to not be a free speech guy. Uh, it's not always about speech you believe in. It's about speech you might not believe in uh, because if, if one thing can get silenced, so could the other. And I understand people say, well, uh, X is a privately owned company. It doesn't operate under the First Amendment rights. That's for that's for the government, you know, and I understand that. But I also think when it comes to uh, virtual town halls like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, I believe in less censorship than more. And I believe in letting, you know, because I, I think I think uh, I think the idea is I'd rather know what somebody thinks about something. And if Alex Jones is a nut job and has you know, crazy points about things, let them be a nut job, you know, and, and people say, well, you shouldn't like amplify the voices of a nut. And then you, and then you get down to that, like, well, where do we stop? Where do we draw the line? Like, where do you amplify? Where do you not? Who do you censor? Who do you not? And it just can get into a very slippery slope if you ask me. So again, it's not about, it's not about agreeing with things he says or anything like that. Well, now we have an interesting story. Vivek Ramaswamy live stream. I guess this was on X. Uh, they called it the P stream. Hot mic during chat with Elon Musk. So I'm going to play this for you guys. This is a chat that I guess, and I think Alex Jones is on it too. You can just hear a bunch of old guys, although Vivek is young, but you know, a bunch of guys kind of trying to navigate the uh, world of uh, of um, of the internet, and it's just priceless. Decide not to have children. That's all I'm saying. And Elon Musk is promoting an optimistic pro-human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Gentlemen, I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I just, I just okay. want to be sort of uh, yeah, exactly. I want to be clear about Please, my position. I'm, I'm super pro-human, and I mean all humans. Uh, you know, humans in America, humans in somebody's Africa, got their thing open. So Alex Jones is is interrupting Elon Musk and going, somebody's got their mic on, they're peeing. Her phone open in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Vivek. Vivek, that's that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Oh, so then they call Vivek out. Vivek. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Elon. Um, Sorry about that. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great. Thank you. Jesus. All right. There it is, folks. Uh, Vivek, he's human just like us. He has to pee just like the rest of us. All right. Kylie Jenner's in the news. She sneaks into the L.A. Willy Wonka premiere. Timothy Chalamet takes center stage. Okay. Now, this is a power couple. Timothy Chalamet and Kim Kardashian. We have Britain's finest with El- with California's, you know, uh, finest, whatever you want to call them. Kylie Jenner's going out of her way to make sure boyfriend Timothy Chalamet gets all the shine he deserves by skipping the flashy entrance and all the photogs outside the theater for his LA premiere of Wonka. Yeah, I mean, the Kardashians and Jenners might be the only people more famous than Taylor Swift and they, you can't just, they can't just go out with causing a scene. So rather than pull the attention away from Timothy Chalamet, who is a rightful star in his own mind, uh, they decide to uh, make a last minute like entrance. The supportive girlfriend arrived Sunday night at the Regency Theater in Westwood with her mom, Kris Jenner, just in time to catch the screening after Timothy posed away for solo shots earlier. This actor looked dapper in a snakeskin black suit, and while she didn't arrive on his arm, the makeup mogul still had a penchant for matching with T arriving in a skin-tight black dress. All right, so I can't wait to see that movie. Are you guys excited to see uh, Wonka? Um, it should be, I guess, the hit movie to end the year. I'm guessing, does it come out on Christmas? I don't know. We'll have to find out. I don't know. There are, there are very few movies that dra- that make me feel like I have to actually go watch it in the theater, but that might be one of them. That might be 
one of the ones I go for. All right, Paris Hilton's in the news. Uh, her therapist asked her if she wants the nanny to be her baby son's primary attachment figure after calling Paris out for giving up authority. The confrontation occurred after Paris shocked fans by revealing that she didn't change her son's diaper herself until he was a month old. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is a little sad, you know? And again, uh, you know, hurt people hurt people, and this isn't like a huge atrocity. But you wonder, like, did Paris not have a good upbringing with her mom? You know, uh, you know, she's she really had a had a kind of a rough go of it, right? And now it's like, if you can't change your kid's diaper, are, are, how else are you not bonding with them? You know, baths, diapers, changing, sleeping, napping, like all these things you're kind of supposed to do. Like the human body wants to attach to the other, right? I mean, that's what oxytocin is. It's the commitment molecule. It's what you feel when you breastfeed. It's what you feel when you hug. It's what you feel when you kiss. You know, it's important uh, early on in, 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 in a baby's life to, to know who their mom is, right? And dad, and of course, you know, close family. Earlier this week, a clip from Paris Hilton's reality TV series, Paris and Love, caused a stir on social media after it was revealed that she didn't change her son Phoenix's diaper herself until he was a month old. In case you missed it, Paris and her husband Carter welcomed their first baby together in January, with the little boy being born via surrogate. Paris's transition into parenthood has been captured on our show, and a clip from the series circulated on TikTok as viewers expressed their shock at the star's approach to looking after her child. In the, she in the scene shot one month after Phoenix was born, Paris admits that she is scared to change his diaper for the first time. Her sister, Nikki Hilton, is visibly stunned that Paris hasn't done it yet, and, and, and Phoenix's nanny steps in to show her what to do. And boy, how far we have come from the simple life with Paris Hilton. Remember that episode? So, um, so uh, someone had commented, I love Paris, but that is extremely sad. No bonding time, one person commented. So much disconnection between mom and baby. So sad. And again, we're watching a TV show, so we don't know exactly what's going on out there. I'm not going to be part of the mom shaming that oh so exists in the world we live in. In a subsequent episode of Paris and Love, a therapist confronts Paris over the way she lets her nanny dictate how to bring up her son. In the clip, Paris seems concerned as she tells her therapist that she thinks Phoenix is too hot and adds, the baby's nanny, she always loves being hot. I always say, isn't he hot? And she's like, no. Okay, so this is where you should trust yourself in terms of what you think is good for the baby, the therapist replies. You are the mother, she is not. Again, look, I mean, I guess most people don't have the luxury of having nannies and therapists and all these things, so you just kind of figure it out as you go. But clearly the nanny knew what she was doing and Paris had relinquished control. But yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, the, this is the bonding time. Again, I'm not here to judge. I don't have any kids, just one on the way. All right, we got some more content to get to. We'll be back right after this. Are you guys fans of Queer Eye? Source claims Bobby Burke was asked to leave Queer Eye due to issues with the cast. I'm not surprised. I mean, they've done this show for a long time. Not all personality types are going to get along. Bobby Burke recently dropped the news that he's leaving Queer Eye after eight seasons and tells fans that it's not been an easy decision to be at peace with, but a necessary one. And naturally, everyone has been left wondering why. And then the answer really depends on which sources you ask. An insider tells us weekly that Bobby was asked to leave the show because he wasn't vibing with the cast. And um, the source notes that there were many challenges with scheduling and a loss of interest from Bobby. Uh, but another source tells us weekly that Bobby was not asked to leave and as that the decision was amicable. Either way, uh, so Bobby gave a statement and I'm sure he's going to have a lot of other activities going on. But you know, hey, th these things happen, right? 
And we've got the most dramatic of dramatic trailers to share with you from Vanderpump Rules. I'll have that for you to end out today's episode. The new season of uh, Vanderpump is premiering in January, and it's going to be wild. We're going to be covering it, so we'll give you that trailer. But don't forget, tonight is our toy drive, which is uh, essentially mainly for single moms out there in our community. We uh, every year put a get put together a set of wish lists, thanks to our friend Denise, who's our philanthropy chair, and she puts together a Google. Uh, uh, like Excel sheet and you can click on every single person's wish list. We're going to do this during tonight's uh, toy drive on YouTube. You can go join that. Like I said, 7.30 p.m. East Coast, 4.30 p.m. Pacific. And we are working our way through all of the featured parents. Uh, and again, all of the presents you purchase go directly to them. It's just a nice little way to give back to our community. We've got Sharon in Michigan has a son named Dane, 16. Dane is 16 and a good kid. Deserves way more than I can give him this year. Juggling school and work doesn't leave much extra money. I've also added a few girly things on here for his girlfriend. She's an only child living with her grandma and i'm sure a couple things would cheer her up too and then darlin from pennsylvania has a daughter named destiny said i made the decision to kick my husband out after he grabbed our daughter when we were trying to leave during one of his rages it was not a decision i was prepared financially to do our electric was about to be shut off and the car was about to be repossessed but when it comes to my daughter that was the last straw so she chose protecting her daughter over any financial safety and we can be there to help out again this mom and all the other moms moms in our Amazon wish list, uh, you can click on the link in the description below or find the link on my Instagram or on tonight's toy drive. You can go and get that. And if everyone just donated one $5 gift, I tell you this, it would be a sizable a shift in happiness for a lot of people in our community. All right, let's wrap up this episode with a preview trailer that just dropped. It's going viral right now. It just dropped season 11 Vanderpump Rules. Here it is. If I can survive what I thought was the worst case scenario, then I can do anything. All the doors are open for you. If I don't want to be around my ex, I literally don't have to. I'll just keep existing like I normally do in my own house. <clears throat> Why are they living together anyway? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. This season on Vanderpump Rules. That's Ariana's side. Sandoval's side over here. Don't go over the line. For your own good, you gotta get out and start dating people again. I'm young, hot, single, ready to mingle. The worm is worming. If you're gonna be friends with him, she's gonna cut you off. <laughs> I can slide. Scumbag and cheaters! Oh my god. You look like Dad Bodcat. What about moving here? Uh, this is my friend Joe, yeah. she's hot! I'm just a bitch in these streets trying to rebrand and get a sperm donor. You wrote me off. You're such a hypocrite. I have a crush on this. <laughs> All right, I just can't. It's too much drama, and I know you're only listening to the audio, but essentially we have Ariana bringing in her new boyfriend, and meanwhile, Tom Sandoval, who cheated on Ariana, is still living at their shared home, so that is just a wild set of circumstances. All right, well, let's leave here on a high note, no pun intended. Here's Mariah Carey finishing, off, finishing us off to Oh Santa featuring Ariana Grande. You know her? Remember her? She licked the donut one at the thing and she's kind of always dating people and it's not working out and she broke up a relationship. You know her, the one with a good voice and then of course Jennifer Hudson. So here they are singing Oh Santa. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks so much. I'm Dave Neal. This is Bachelor Rush Hour.
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.